l'histoire de Jesse James Comment il vécu Comment il est mort Ça vous a plu, hein Vous en demandez encore Immortal Infernal Incantations book club reading writing speaking it's all of them up. represented on this Patreon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a new form of slam poetry, but worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, just as you said, introduce the podcast. I put a Tang Fastic in my mouth, and now <laughs> I'm sort of speaking Pasha Tang Fastic. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So this week, Lucy wrote a chapter. Mm-hmm. Which... I did. Sounds good. She's been telling us a lot about it. Showing us beautiful <laughs> images that got me very excited. Did she? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now what are you I'm talking about? I've hyped it up too much. She put Just, a picture, oh, a little I funny see. picture yeah. of a guy eating I someone. <laughs> I know what you're yeah. I thought it was very... It was very literous... I would say See, literally is in like a book, but I can't think that doesn't sound right. To me, it didn't read as a tease for the chapter. It's just a thing that these characters just do generally. Okay. I wasn't sure, but it is very erotically <laughs> exciting to me. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is it the blood that's doing it for you? Yeah. I like the the facial expression. Yeah, the, the facial expression. Doing the eating. I think the facial expressions are both very good. Um, yeah. I want you to put it on Twitter so I can retweet it. And <laughs> express interest. I will do. Okay. Uh huh. Jo- join our Patreon if you want to know what's up with this. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget, if we reach a higher tier, I will no longer appear. Yeah. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> I will do, leave the podcast. You do got to specify though, because we have like fifty more people following us on Twitter than uh, we have patrons. So mm. those fifty people are just gonna be like really bewildered by the, why this uh, this. Nice, wholesome, Terry Pratchett meme account that uh, they followed. <laughs> I don't think we've ever been wholesome on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. At least I, I put effort into not being so. So if, if we have appeared wholesome, then it was only ironically or by accident. Yeah. The, the enemies of our show, the, 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 the True Shall Make You Fat podcast said that we are great on memes. I'm going to say there are enemies because I'm sure they're not going to pay for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> makes them our enemies. So, Yeah, and yeah. if they are paying, then know that we take it back. Yeah, um, but what, what what I was going to say, like they, they follow us and even one of the hosts follow us on main. So mm. I think it would be very bewildering for them to see this. Uh, yeah. So you should absolutely <laughs> post it. That's why it should be posted. Um, I always... Yeah. I don't know. I always wonder what people who are on the other podcasts think when I when I tweet funny funny jokes. Are they like this uh-huh. is the most annoying podcast probably that's ever existed? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think they're gonna think we're annoying. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna think oh they're so random. Lol, so random. 
Yeah. I did. Lucky. What a funny, funny person. Yeah. I did like when when we posted the quiz that or the um, poll that was like, can you be skinny in the morning? Um, and then I posted congratulations for I hate this podcast winning the Desert Island Discord guy did like all of those tweets. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Really I, funny. Like I have come kind of around on the on the Desert Island Discord guy. Yeah, he seems cool. He likes he likes a lot yeah. of our tweets, so I think that's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did say we were right about um, the watch adaption. Yeah. So. Exactly. It's because we are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I wrote a chapter for this week, which is gonna be a bit. We're really gonna have to exercise our voices for this one mm. because a lot of this, I had to do the like telepathic communications between Marco and Haley, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the way I've done them, I think, comes across better if you're like reading it on a page than it does if you're listening to it, unless yeah. someone is doing voices. Okay. So... <laughs> right. I want everybody in the zone. Okay. Wait. I want. What's it? What's it? So how are we do it? <laughs> <laughs> we can just read it as normal, like we would normally. Okay. Do it, okay. Just, just make sure we're using a lot of artistic license. You know, we're. We're in acting mode. I'm never not in acting mode, <laughs> we... so I'm for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly kidding, but... <laughs> I didn't uh... go to school. Yeah, that's true. You <laughs> For this. Um, at some point, I, was, I did make a mental note. Someone has to do, like, a Marco Polo joke at some point. <laughs> okay. Marco. He's wearing a polo shirt. Yeah. Like someone calls Haley Polo because they're like, oh, it's Marco Polo, isn't it? You're Marco, and so you must be Polo. <laughs> I just think that would be funny. Okay, let's do the chapter. <laughs> me, Ma- Marco's extra strong mint. Uh huh. See, now that you've now that you've already teased it up, now I now I can't do it because then it wouldn't oh, no. come as a surprise. I can't believe you were going to do it and I ruined it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. sorry. Um. I don't know, maybe I subvert the expectations by actually doing it now, now that I said that I won't do it. Mm-hmm. But we'll be subverting our expectations either way at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I really need to put everyone on edge here uh, and say that. <laughs> I know, love to be on edge. <laughs> anything really could happen, and that's the joy of writing, is that you don't need to worry about CG or audience hatred or anything like that. You can just Quality. write what you want, and technically no one can stop you. That is nope. so true, and that's what we're harnessing here. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever since pens first evolved in the late Mesolithic period, <laughs> uh, an ape put pen to paper, the writing has been a, a great escape for us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm very hungover. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, try and channel that. It is a hospital scene, so... They are also feeling ill. Uh-huh. Okay. What is uh, illness, if not the hangover of the body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yes. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm just going to go into it now because the more we build up, the more nervous I'm yeah. getting that I didn't do a very good job. So. I don't think that's true. I think, you know, I'm already yeah. patting you on the back and I'm sure I will oh, just okay. be doing it harder as the chapter goes on. Yeah. And you'll go, you yes. giving me <laughs> yes, a please. maneuver. You'll You're say, please do it harder. Lyrics. And I will say, yes, of course I will. And then I'll starting you a, even harder. Starting a chapter with the indefinite article, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Lucy, would you like to do the honours? <clears throat> yeah, okay. Chapter 10 A chill flooded my body, the cold seeping into my bones, and I felt the sharp pull of hunger in my stomach as I opened my eyes. The room was rich, the stone floors covered in thick Persian rugs, deeply colourful tapestries lining the stone walls. The ceiling was vaulted, ancient wooden beams holding the room together, an enormous chandelier hanging from them. Every light in the room was a candle, I realised, but it came with no feeling of surprise. I somehow already knew this room. I was standing by the fireplace, staring into it, when the double doors to the room swung open and I looked around. Long time no see, brother, came the voice from the doorway. It was Scorpio, his dark hair and trademark smirk unmistakable. (laughs) Brother? I swung round to look in the mirror over the mantel, but there was no reflection. (laughs) Whoa. I felt my head spin, and suddenly I was no longer in the large stone living room, but in the attic room at the bookshop, sat on the floor mid-ritual, surrounded by candles. But there was something wrong. I could feel someone else there, too, but couldn't see anyone. I was not alone, I knew that. A candle flickered, and I felt a rush, and then looked up to see Marco sat opposite me, across the circle. Haley. He asked, confused, looking around and down at himself. I tilted my head and I was about to reply when an alarm started going off somewhere. I looked around, panicked. I felt myself slipping. No. It jolted awake, the sound of a heart monitor spiking from my bedside. I looked down at myself. I was wearing a papery-thin hospital gown. There were were IVs feeding into my arm. Blood and something clear. Panicking, I immediately wrenched them out of my arm, feeling like some cliché character in a bad movie. The pain was instant, and I immediately regretted it. The ward was dark, and I looked around for a nurse, for anyone to explain what was going on. Luke was by my bedside. Hey, Bale, he asked, looking at me like he'd only just awoken himself. Luke! I ran, my voice hoarse. God, I was so thirsty. Really he started are. up when he saw him, saw me awake and scrambled out of his chair, nearly tripping, to go and get a nurse. She's beeping, he yelled. <laughs> and the other patients on the ward stirred, someone telling him to do something in French. A nurse came to see what was the matter, my heart rate, and did some quick BP reading. <laughs> she didn't notice my IV lines were out. C'est normal, she said. <laughs> dismissively and gave me a cup of water that did absolutely nothing to quench my thirst before heading off reaching into her pocket for a packet of cigarettes I downed the water smacking my lips are you okay? Luke asked me the concern in his voice palpable I looked over at him the half light of the darkened ward making his eyes look a little darker Mm. thirsty as hell Setting the cup down and flopping back into the bed before raising my arm and wincing. The spot on my arm where the IV had been was itchy and painful uh-huh. to move. What? What happened? This is not my beautiful bed. <laughs> <laughs> this, 
this is not my beautiful hotel room. I'm gonna How kill did you. I get here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Luke hesitated. He was keeping something from me. I could tell. Try and get some rest, Haley. Um, we'll explain tomorrow, he said, his voice moodier than usual. He's hiding something. I jumped, feeling the unfamiliar thought flash across my mind, and Luke raised his eyebrows. But there was something in me that didn't want to tell him. What was that? I blinked once, twice, and shook my head, clearing it like an etch-a-sketch. <laughs> I was just foggy. Try and get some rest, Haley, Luke said, again, and I nodded, lying back down, feeling distressed but too tired to care about it. I was so thirsty. I slipped into my dreams once again. Copper. Iron. Blood ran down my chin, and I felt the pulling in my stomach ease, if only for a minute. I could feel the human's energy flowing through me, repairing me. The fluorescent lights of the cleaning cupboard illuminated the drops I had missed. The arteria spray on the floor. No matter. <laughs> the human would heal. Suddenly, I was disgusted with myself. I looked down, beholding the body of a nurse in my arms, the puncture wounds in her neck quickly closing up, but impossible to miss. I scrambled away in horror, dropping her limp body to the floor, immediately feeling bad as she gave a groan. Was I dreaming? It all felt so real. I looked up and into the reflection of a shiny silver waste bin. Nothing there. The scene swam before my eyes. I woke up again, jumping, reaching out for something, anything to hold on to. In this case, it happened to the front of Tanya's shirt. I stared up at her, looking deep into those blue eyes, searching for something. I realized I was shaking. Whoa there, girlie, she said, voice soft. And I relented, releasing her shirt and staring wide-eyed around at everyone. What's happening? Crowded around my bedside were Uncle Dominic, Luke, Tanya, Kaylee, and the French. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room, but the absences I noticed well enough. Horace, Marco, Ed, and Elle. Where were they? Panic suddenly gripped my heart. Glad to see you're awake, Kaylee, Dominic said, his voice one of concern. Rather a lot has happened since you went under. Like what? Where is everyone else? I asked. The others exchanged apprehensive looks, and Dominic sat down, taking my hand in his, his eyes downcast. <laughs> Sorry, it's just because I know what I've written later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We arrived at Notre Dame later than we needed to. The demon had come through. Horace had been making a... Weak attempt at keeping it at bay. We Bless. found Marco and yourself lying unconscious on the ground. No one could wake you up. We couldn't understand what happened. We all started trying to hold off the demon and close the portal, but there were so many normals around. It was a massacre. I felt the blood drain from my face, feeling sick suddenly. The flick of a lighter distracted me, and I looked over to see Emily lighting a cigarette. Dominic looked round at her incredulously. We're in a hospital. Do you mind? No, she replied, taking a deep drag, <laughs> inhaling as if she needed it. <laughs> Francois was himself rolling a cigarette. Dominic shook his head and muttered something about the French under his breath. Composing himself, he looked back at me. Ed and Elle were eviscerated. <laughs> I felt like I was going to throw up. My head spinning, I leant forward and rested it on my hands. Thoughts swimming, eyes blurring. I broke out in a sweat. Why would you say it like that? Tonya asked Dominic, incredulously. 
eviscerated. Ed and Elle had been eviscerated. What the hell had happened? They were trying to stop the demon. It completely annihilated Elle and then chopped Ed's arms and legs off. Why are you telling her that? Tanya said, shaking her head. She reached out and patted my hand. They died to save everyone else, she said gently. I don't think a Russian accent could sound so nice. <laughs> there were 80 civilian casualties, Dominic said, and Tanya glared at him. Horace and Marco, are they? I asked, dreading the response. They're alive. Both are being treated in this hospital, Dominic said. Horace got pretty, bad and pretty badly beaten up. We don't know what happened to you and Marco, Tanya said, sounding upset. Luke nodded somberly. The French smoked. Kaylee was on her phone, chuckling at a TikTok she was playing out loud. <laughs> what had happened to me and Marco? We were doing a spell. What spell had that been? I can't believe I've been so stupid as to just try something I couldn't even understand, let alone a spell I knew nothing about. I could have done anything, but Marco had said Dominic had given it to him. Was the spell you... What was the spell you gave Marco? In Latin. I asked him, anti-frowns. <gasps> what spell? Why would I give a vampire a spell? He said. And I remembered, suddenly, what had happened, how it had ended. Marco's cool hands gripping my own. My magic leeching out of me. Through him. I had felt powerless. So utterly powerless. Like... Someone had been draining everything I was out of me. I had tasted copper. No reason. I'm confused as all, I replied, and frowning sat back on the bed, still feeling sick. That ter terrible thirst from earlier had gone, thank God. But I felt sick and weak. Where is she? What happened? I jumped again, hearing that voice in my head once more. What the hell was that? Was I going crazy? Madre de Dios, I'm going local. <laughs> oh my god. I stared straight ahead, the voice still echoing in my mind, and lay back. Can we go? Kaylee asked, complaining. This is boring. <laughs> Kaylee, your his sister is in the hospital. Could you get off your damn phone for five minutes? Always Dominic on her said. damn phone. <laughs> she rolled her eyes. Well, she's fine, isn't she? She's not going anywhere, she said, and I glanced at Luke, who shrugged. I think I want to be alone, I said, looking, up at the, looking back up at the ceiling. The others filed out, Luke lingering last. Are you feeling okay? he asked, the eyes clouded with concern. Yeah, I'm peachy, I reply, sarcastically. <laughs> Why do you ask? Your aura. Your, your, or something's up with it. Hmm. I wonder if that has something to do with being hooked up to a bunch of IVs in a hospital. Maybe Luke trails off before sighing, leaning over and giving me a gentle kiss on the forehead. Gross. <laughs> Stunned, I tried to think of something to say when he left my little curtained-off area. What was that? His scent, sandalwood and sweat, <laughs> lingered, <laughs> and I felt something shift inside me. Ooh. Luke and I were affectionate, but not normally that much. He was technically my cousin after all. <laughs> Albeit adopted. Haley, my thoughts skidded to a halt. Me estoy volviendo loco. <laughs> I did not speak Spanish. The thought bounced around, untranslated in my head, and I stared up at the ceiling, trying to put the pieces together, my stomach sinking further and further. 
Marco? My thought was tentative, and I felt stupid for it, even though my lips would remain sealed. Haley, is that you? Of course it's me, it's my head! Marco? Puta madre. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mouth off at me. How can I be mouthing off when this is a telepathic conversation? What the hell is going on? I swung my legs out of bed and took a step forward before crying out in pain, the reattached IV lines in my arms hugging, and I grudgingly grabbed the stand the little bags were attached to. I wheeled it out, walking out of the curtained area, holding my hospital gown together at the back, and looked down the ward. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) He was here somewhere. I reached out with my magic, trying to cast a location spell, and I found I didn't need to. I could sense where he was. I could almost see it through his eyes. Private room down the hall. I snuck out and wheeled myself carefully down the hall, feet bare on the linoleum, shivering at the air-conditioned cool. I opened his door without knocking and stood in his doorway, our eyes locking. Marco was shirtless, sat up in bed, reading. Fool. (laughs) We stared at each other for a moment, and I felt a strong urge to be nearer, but I resisted it. Stubbornly refusing to enter his room. Nice to see you, Haley Juniper. He said to me, raising an eyebrow and setting his book down. He did not seem pleased. He did not look like he thought it was nice to see me. He looked, if anything, rather annoyed. What the hell happened? I asked him, standing my ground. Why can I hear you in my head? I don't know. I suspect you've overtired yourself, he said, and I laughed mirthlessly. It's no use trying to lie me if I can read your thoughts. What happened? This time I stepped inside the room and swung the door shut behind me. Vampires were physically strong, but not as strong as witches. I would always have the upper hand. (laughs) I glared at him, fixing with a stare Kaylee would have been proud of. Marco looked for a moment like he was going to try and think of a lie. And I felt felt a rush of jumbled languages in the back of my mind before he settled. I don't know. The spell wasn't supposed to go like this. Oh, please, go ahead. Enlighten me about what the spell was supposed to do, I retorted, stepping closer, feeling my hair stand on end as I, as I got angrier with him. Marco opened his mouth to lie again and then cursed mentally, thinking better of it. It was... I just wanted... Wanted what? Your power. He thought it before he could say it, and I felt the blood drain from my face, even as it dripped into me through the IV. <laughs> My blood? My what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how IVs work. I was just like, oh, that was shit. (laughs) I I didn't know it was possible to steal a witch's power, I mumbled. And Marco rolled his eyes. Well, evidently it's not, he said dryly. And I flushed, my anger rising once again, topping the confusion with ease. You knew it would probably kill me? I did. And you did it anyway. That's correct. You're a monster, Marco Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what they all say. With this, he leaned forwards and grinned at me, showing his teeth. At least now I have given them a reason, he said, and I felt a little taken aback. What do you mean? I mean, Haley, that it's all right for you walking around with your magic and your uncle who runs our entire society, but unfortunately, (laughs) I have to apply to walk in the goddamn sun. I have to steal to eat or you'll lock me up. Horus has to steal to eat or you'll lock him up. If you catch us, you'll lock us up. It's all very well and good for someone who has everything, but sometimes for the rest of us, it's hard not to wonder how that feels. He snapped. 
words venomous, eyes large and black and teeth pointing, glinting in the light. I swallowed, suddenly a little nervous. He was somehow closer than I would have thought possible, and the way his muscles moved reminded me of a predator stalking its prey. The sight of his teeth, his fangs, gave me pause. Witches were stronger, but in close quarters such as this, how much time did I conceivably have to cast a spell before he had enough time to rip through my jugular? I was no Luke. I didn't spend all my time in the gym working on my games. <laughs> you have no right, I began, and he laughed. And you do? You have the right to keep me inside all day? He asked, and I clenched my jaw. I was not having this. What did this spell do, Marco? I asked him, trying to get back on the topic. You know what it did, Haley Juniper. He said out loud then, either it backfired or went wrong, or a million other things could have happened. And now I can hear what you're thinking. I can feel you in my head. I can feel you too, he said. This was the absolute last thing I needed. I'm not exactly pleased myself. I glared at him and walked out. Once I told Uncle Dominic about this, it was over for Marco. There's absolutely no way he'd be allowed to continue working with us. He'd basically tried to kill me. That would be nice and convenient, wouldn't it? Then you could lock me up too. Run and tell your uncle, I'm sure he'll be thrilled. I stormed down the corridor, trying to ignore him, trying to block him out, but the further I walked, the worse I felt. There was a tugging in my chest, a nagging feeling that I was doing something wrong, that I was walking away from something important. I ignored it and returned to my bed, picking up my phone and finding it out of battery. The, the screen still smashed to smithereens. I swore. What do you think will happen to me if you tell him, Haley? I think you'll get what you deserve. Harsh words. You tried to kill me. And what is it called when witches deny vampires and werewolves food? Is that merely safeguarding humans? It doesn't count as killing. I was digging through my bag for a charger, but faltered. Despite his calm reasoning, I could, feel as I could feel an anxiety underneath. I could feel fear. His fear. I wasn't sure what would happen to him if I did tell Uncle Dominic. I faltered, stopping my search. Didn't he deserve it, though? I could have died. <laughs> I sighed and ran my hand through my thick, lustrous hair. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I could feel Marco in my head. His fear that I would tell Dominic was palpable. Was that the reason I was hesitating? Was this his influence? You seem stressed, someone said from behind <laughs> me, making me jump. Emily stood leaning against a wall, still smoking, regarding me coolly. I looked her up and down, raising an eyebrow to exposed cleavage. Boy trouble? she asked me, taking another long drag, giving me a knowing look. I glared at her. None of your business, I retorted. She laughed at that. Definitely boy trouble. Tread carefully, ma chérie, she said, smokingly, <laughs> before walking out of the ward and off down the hospital corridor, hips swaying. <laughs> I sunk into my hospital bed and lay down, closing my eyes. I could feel Marco in my head, perching on thoughts, hovering, looking to see what I would decide. It probably ought to have felt more intrusive than it did, but I couldn't summon that feeling up, no matter how hard I tried. Restless, I looked down at my IV lines and felt a sudden tug on, in my stomach. Do you think you need all that blood? Blood? <laughs> blood. <laughs> That's what IV is. That's what IVs IV are for. It's full of blood. Intravenously blood giving me blood through my mm -hmm. veins. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's, that's true. 
just having a big glass b- milk bottle upside down with blood and you're just completely full of blood it. it's just like a big thing of blood that you're just pouring into your body the entire time yeah that's yeah. what it's for okay <laughs> no research no gods no masters i do i do like that she like just pulls it out and immediately yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, i had to it's because fine. it's not good it's good it's very good I've never had an IV, so... Me neither. It's fucked. (laughs) They're horrible. They do are (laughs) genuinely really itchy. (laughs) I've donated blood, and that that felt weird. I had IV when I was in hospital, um, and it's... Sorry, I'm eating a tank bursting. And it's like, um... (laughs) (laughs) They just, like, shove it into your hand. And it's, like, a very long needle. So it goes, like, all the way down, and it's really... It feels really weird. But it does feel nice when it's going into your body because you just feel very, like, hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I felt like that about the pure oxygen they had in the mask as well. That was also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be good to have Haley like, hopped up on gas and air, but I've not experienced... Well, actually, I have, I guess, but illegally. <laughs> I did have, like, only, only one operation where I was, like, put to sleep. And I I think back to that weirdly fondly because it was like, it's so nice to like not have anything to do for those like two days you're in hospital. You don't have to worry about all other obligations because that's the only thing you have to do now. And then that moment where they like put me under that, give me that mask and they said, okay, count to three in your head and take, take three deep breaths. And then the next thing I knew was that I woke up and it was all over. And I, I wish Did I could fall asleep. Did you immediately pull your IV lines out? Yeah, I wish I, <laughs> I could fall asleep as easily like any time. Like that's the most like pleasant falling asleep experience I have ever had in my life. To just like <laughs> breathe in the sleep gas and immediately pass out. <laughs> Let me tell you about illegally buying anesthetic drugs. <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Listen, I do think that they should put lithium in Pepsi. Um, Put lithium back in Pepsi. Many people are saying this. Actually, 7-Up, but yeah. Well, uh, both. Because then, you know, you have your caramel one, your Coca-Cola one, and then you have your your nice crispy Sprite one. Mm. Many Mm -hmm. forms of lithium. Yeah. What about we can just upmarket ones like Fentiman's Fentiman's ginger beer with lithium. Mm. Now that I could get on board with. Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So, what did you guys think? Um. I thought it was very good. It's really good. Give me compliments. I, I enjoyed Give me compliments. it. Compliments. Uh, I liked the French. They were smoking, and they were French. Yeah, yeah I mean, the French. Well, it's a pretty bomb chapter. I thought, to be honest, yeah. um, very much enjoying, um. Uh, Marco having extremely justified complaints about the way their society is structured and Haley being like, ugh, I hate him, he's so annoying. <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to think about these. Yeah, she's like, I can't believe he was going to kill me. And he's like, I'm in oppressed class and I have no hope. Um, basically, everyone in our society is like under the yoke of the witches and Haley's like, I can't believe you would try and kill me. <laughs> yeah, I personally think if I, if I may, like hand out some like frank honest uh you know 
un unfiltered criticism on this chapter. Oh, I genuinely, fuck. I think, I think this this might be like one of the best chapters I have ever read in my life. Yeah, me so. too. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I like um, Talking Heads reference. Extremely strong. <laughs> that was very, very good. Thank you. Right. I was writing that and I was like, I was like back typed it. I was like, no, I can't play that. It's stupid as hell. And I was like, no. Why this are we writing spell. this if not to be stupid I, as I hell? I put in a Homestuck reference, so it can't be worse than that. Exactly. It really can't. <laughs> I warned you about the talking heads, bro. I told you, I warned you. <laughs> I'm a big fan of all the characters just like popping up and being like, oh, this is what my character is. <laughs> if in case you forgot. Um, where is where is Horace? Was he mentioned? I can't remember. Yeah, he's in the hospital somewhere. I I'm assuming Tanya is room. at his bedside during this chapter. Okay, feeling concerned. Um, um, I also, oh, what was I going to say? I was, I have like a plan. Well, I like to think right. Marco's basically just like living up in this private hospital room because he can go and snack on the nurses. Like, yeah. <laughs> And so she's like coming into his room and he's fine. He's just like been sleeping. I have um, a question about this. Is this a human hospital or like a I think magical it's a hospital? I don't I didn't pay it's a French much hospital. thought to it. It's a French because, hospital. Because if it's a if it's a human hospital, are they just like this is a vampire guy and he's like physiologically the same as a human? Or are they like this guy is very ill? I think the way I imagine this and you know, look, this this is Lucy's chapter, so if you disagree you can tell me that. <laughs> but the way I imagine this is that it's like a human hospital, but there's like maybe one or two of the doctors or nurses are uh, in contact with or maybe part of the witch ring in uh, in Paris. And so yeah. they can always get like special rooms for uh, for like s- supernatural patients. Yeah, I like that. I didn't put any thought into it, so it's like they're in a <laughs> hospital. <laughs> yeah, it's a special um, supernatural French hospital where they let you smoke indoors um, next mm. to the patients. No, this it's you because can do it's the nineties. Because <laughs> it's pre-smoking ban. Because nine eleven hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, in France, I've been in a, I've been in many French hospitals in my life, and it's it's yeah. wild. Have you heard that they? They're like make you smoke. Like if you're not smoking, they put a yeah. cigarette in your hand and light it and say, "Now you you need to smoke here." The smoking yeah. ban there is the ban on not smoking. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, like... Every every time I um sent to a French hospital due to getting a French illness, um, they're always very much like you you need to clear we out all, your lungs. We all know what a French illness is. <laughs> yeah, uh, le le clap. <laughs> we know it was a french hospital yeah in that um hayley thought it was blood in the ivy it's actually red wine sauce <laughs> it's but it's a nice you might put over it. <laughs> i i am obsessed Love. with the idea of every single IV being a blood transfusion <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> slowly dripping she blood yeah. there's like also absolutely no reason she needs a blood transfusion that I can think of because like all that happens no. is they passed out <laughs> yeah. she's thirsty so... no you need to it's just in every IV yeah, it's... 
You can always use some more blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just like Peter Thiel when he was taking like children's blood. That's what they have oh, in yeah. French hospitals. <laughs> I did <laughs> like the, the way you uh, started off with the uh, continuation of the dream sequence from my chapter. Yeah, I, I, I was, was wanted to um, continue with it because I was like, aha, we can have some fun brother times, but she's yeah. only unlocked like a tiny bit more. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's only looked at the at the mirror in it now and been like, "Damn, where's my face?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> she needs to fall um, uh, unconscious a few more times. Yeah, <laughs> that's easy enough. Yeah, I, mean, she I can wonder also just if have like them when she's dreaming. Yeah, I wonder if like Marco being in her brain now for real may unlock more, uh, more of that. It's yeah. really, if you are worrying about how to get your very closed-in private character to, like, spill his sad backstory, you just make him telepathically have to give it out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I also never design. fully realized that Marco is Spanish. Um, Madre de Dios. So <laughs> I feel... I, Dios mio. From, from now on, I'm gonna have to, like, put random Spanish words into his dialogue, uh, okay. even though he didn't do it so far. <laughs> no, not at all, except in his head. Which is also, I think, a fun thing of, like, him being able to speak languages that Haley can't. Like, yeah. I also feel like he can he can speak, like, a bunch of more languages. He probably can also like speak the, Russian. I like the idea that Haley's uh, lack of Spanish is so bad that she doesn't even understand things like Madre de Dios, I'm going local. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Something about being crazy. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's very funny that maybe she should have a bit where she's like walking down the French streets and she sees some like French words and because Marco's in her head, she can kind of like translate it. I had a. I think what I want to do. Yeah. Do I spoil this surprise? It doesn't matter. I think <laughs> what 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 would be funny if th- there would be like if this became a theme of Haley not knowing any languages, and then there's gonna be a thing where she like asks something and like what does that even mean, and then Kay, uh, Kaylee just like gives the answer, and then it turns out while she's being on her damn phone, she's also been like. Ranking up her Duolingo skills, so she's on like she's on language TikTok. Yeah, (laughs) that's why she can speak Latin. She's like, why on earth would you do a Latin spell that you couldn't read? Why don't you know (laughs) Latin, idiot? Do you think which TikTok is a thing? Yeah, which TikTok is a thing? It really is. It's It's already a thing. Like, loads of fifteen-year-olds are like, I've got my jar of seawater. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bless the moon mother tonight. No, but you think <laughs> that like real witches would be offended by that? Hey, they are real. They witches, are real witches, according to them. <laughs> oh, what if they but... were just real though? What if in this universe everyone's like, "Oh, hot TikTok witches," but they're literally just witches? <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee's like on witch TikTok, like, "What's up, guys? Today I'm gonna tell you how to hex your big sister," and it's just like her brewing like a boldness potion or something. Mm. It would be good to me. Kaylee is like fully on the side of the Tumblr bone thief. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, you need potent objects for spells. Yeah. Like, it's fair enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. So who, yeah. who's doing next week? 
Me. It's Janosch time. Unless George wants to write a chapter, but yeah, George, you wanna I you wanna step not. in your creative writing abilities. I don't, I don't have any creative abilities. You know, we we thought that we didn't, but it turns out that we did. That's turns out we're the best not, writers. That's that not there true. Are. You you uh, have been doing creative stuff already before this. I I was the no, only I one who hasn't done any creative stuff. <laughs> I've I've never created anything. I I can only destroy. <laughs> I'm a bit of a bit of a Vishnu. You're like Scar in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, exactly. I am. I've got one, I've got one hand that destroys, and one hand that creates. But I've only got one, so it's the destroying hand. Okay. <laughs> um. That's why I did this podcast to mm-hmm. destroy. Um. The other Discord podcasts. <laughs> I wonder if, like, for my chapter, because I don't feel like spending more time in the hospital. Yeah, that's fine. So I'll take him out just to a French patisserie. Do a time skip. Yeah. the The one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to do is do a funeral for Edendale, where we. Oh, learned... Yes. Yeah. Please. Uh, Buried uh, on have... French soil. Yeah. No, I have some. Disguise. I have some ideas of how to do that. Uh, and also we can then we can like have some. You know, really sad reminiscence about two characters we don't, didn't know at all. <laughs> we were supposed to. It's supposed to feel like, um, you know, this this is gonna be the thing where, like, you know, how the um, Harry Potter subreddit is always like, oh, I still haven't gotten over where Fred and George died. Yeah. And this and is gonna like be the really... equivalent of that. <laughs> yeah, that's incredibly good. Have you gotten over Fred and George dying? <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I think Freddie about them Freddie Mercury day, I... and George uh, Harrison. No, I haven't actually. Mm-hmm. Every day I worship. I I go to my altar and say a prayer to uh, Fred and George from Harry Potter. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know, we're talking about Fred and George. I still haven't gotten over Hedwig's death. So. Yeah. 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 Really did, when Dobby died really in Harry's like arms, kill everyone. <laughs> Um, uh, J.K. Rowling was like, "It's a, I'm gonna do a book that is so post 9/11." J.K. Rowling did 9/11. Yeah, and so probably we. <laughs> didn't we all? We all did 9/11. Yeah, we also we also gonna have to have a an event that is like you know we're gonna have to tweet every year that today is the fifth anniversary of the Paris disaster. <laughs> Today is the fifth anniversary of yeah, Edenal getting eviscerated. Yeah. <laughs> what, we're gonna be like, um, today I want to apologize for killing Edenal. Yeah. <laughs> On this day in 2020, Edenal were killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they we were eviscerated we and lost their arms and legs. <laughs> we don't regret any writing choices except for killing off Ed and Ed. That was wrong of us. We should have considered. Yeah. Uh, our many loyal fans' feelings. Didn't J.K. Rowling, like, years afterwards say, actually, I should have done Hermione and Harry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I feel maybe. She can't we... leave alone her damn work. No, she's an idiot. But also, like,. We, maybe we should do that like 20 years down the line we're like actually maybe Luke and Haley should have got together what are they not <laughs> oh <laughs> no he's blonde broken my 
Wait, can you go out? Can you not go out with a blonde guy? Not in young adult fiction. Oh, is the blonde guy unless, always bad? Unless the only two options are both blonde. Ah, oh, I see. Hmm. That'd be pretty hot. <laughs> two blondes? Oof. Like an Amigaverse <laughs> thing, but just based on hair colour. That's just a TikTok <laughs> plot. Yeah. Well, yeah, all the TikTok stuff I'm, is like vaguely eugenicist. I'm going mad. So I don't know why, but over the last few days, whenever I feel anxious, I'm like, what if I just go on TikTok and my mind completely empties of all thought? <laughs> um, and like half the TikToks, I think it's because I keep watching them, so I keep seeing more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're these like weird short stories where it's like something's floating above your head that tells you like how many years before you find your soulmate. Uh, or something like, if you have a certain mark, then you get culled or something, but you're special. And okay. they're all like this, and they're all like, I keep seeing them, and they're making me feel insane. Well, yeah, it's like, the ones that are there, like, picture a world where unless you have blue eyes, you are killed, but you have a blue and a green eye. Whoa. Yeah, that's and how it's it is. Like, oh, it's like, yeah, if imagine. you have a blue eye, you're a criminal, and if you have red eyes, then you're n- you're not a criminal. Or you get assigned a role when you turn 16 and one of them just says whore. <laughs> Government assigned whore. Assigned whore at 16. <laughs> imagine, so... imagine in a, in a more enlightened world going to the careers advice service at school and they're like, yeah, you could be a sex worker. <laughs> well, it's true. Um... How do you feel about OnlyFans? But then it'd be like, oh, this guy says he's a murderer. And there was a really funny one, which is an extended, like, three-part thing where everyone's either a hiker or a, a hider or a seeker. And then the, the seekers have to find the hiders and kill them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why? And she's like, I'm going to kill your mother. And there's like, no, spare my mother. And she's like, okay, but we have to hide her. And it's like a long uh, sort of, I don't know. I, it's like... Is the book called it's... Hide and Seek? <laughs> no, it's just... It's like the weird um, sort of post, uh, what's it called, dystopian young adult fiction, yeah. but like taken to the dumbest extreme. Well, people are like, oh, yeah, like I, read, what it is. I read Harry Potter and the Hunger Games, <coughs> and then they read Divergent, and what they took away from it was that the districts are personality types, and uh-huh. the, mm-hmm. um, the point of the Hunger Games wasn't that capital literally oppresses the working people's, yeah. But, but they were like, ooh, actually, what if where I lived was my personality? Or yeah. like, it's so fucking what... wild because it's not like, like, let's not pretend that the, you know, The Hunger Games is not like the most uh, enlightened uh, no. communist work of art or whatever, but still, the themes are very on the nose. It's <laughs> yeah. extremely like it's very on hard the nose. to misunderstand. <laughs> Like, yeah. there's a bit at the party where she's, like, watching the Capitol people, like, drink stuff that makes them throw up so they can eat more. And she's like, damn, makes you think about how people in my district are starving. And it's like, you could not put that more clearly. <laughs> it's just It's like literally a book written for teenagers. Like, it's very on the nose. Yeah. You should be yeah. able to... But, but people's people's lack of, like, basic media understanding is, like, so staggering. Like, when... When Game of Thrones fans say things like, oh, the reason why the White Walkers took so long is because they were waiting for winter to come. <laughs> and it's not like, mm-hmm. it's not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is... What, what... I don't, yeah, I don't understand that. 
What's it's very they were waiting for very a big funny. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why the, the White Walkers took so long to come is because that's what it said in the plot. I mean, yeah. literally, it's when just a bad show. But, I mean, it's a bad show, but then people even fail to understand the things that are said by this very dumb show. Like, just just factual things that were said by characters. <laughs> even that is hard to grasp. Mm-hmm. I was going to say about the dystopia just... thing. Remember when... Logan Paul and a bunch of other YouTubers made their own uh, the YA dystopia. Exactly that, the thinning. What? The thinning? What? The thinning. It was this, like, you know, YouTube Red. Um, that, yeah. Like, not shockingly an erotic YouTube site, but actually just cool. their paid subscription one. And they made, like, a bunch of originals for it. And Logan Paul did one with, like, I don't know, a bunch of other, like, Hannah Stocking, probably. And, um, it was like, you're in school, if you do bad in class, then you get killed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like it was like a Hunger Games type like system thing, but it's like those who do good at school and those who don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but but that, that's what literally all the TikToks are like, but they'll be really funny and it'll be like, when you turn 16, your eye, it'll be like you get a thing that tells you when you're gonna die and the government has to cull people so if you look like this then you'll get you'll get killed and it's like well, why don't they, why don't they just kill you before why do they spend so long like waiting for you to reach but, 16 so that they can kill you the thing about the thinning was also that it's like the, the premise is weak enough right but then also everyone is influencers like everyone looks like influencers nobody looks yeah. like high schoolers like yeah, yeah, Logan Paul's like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, and he's like mm-hmm. playing in high school, and also Logan Paul's fucking enormous. Like yeah, exactly. He does not look like a teenager. But also, like, but also the other other women also look like supermodels. Like everyone just everyone just looks like someone who is rich and also, uh, you know, at least conventionally attractive in some sort of way that is like way too much for a movie where you're supposed to be in school and when you're supposed to be the oppressed class, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. The oppressed yeah. class of stupid teenagers. <laughs> the oppressed <laughs> class of rich influencers. Yeah. It's I... me, Logan Paul, the most oppressed man on earth. He does, yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't have come for him when he, when he found a suicide victim. And was yeah. like, wow, but, but this was like a few years before the suicide forest. Yeah, because like, they were yeah. gonna make a second, the thinning, the thinner. Yeah. I don't know, the thinner, <laughs> more thin. Why is it called that? Because it's like when you thin down the class sizes. I, I see. I'm not joking. Jesus, so um, bad. They were gonna make a second one, but then he did that thing where he, you know, filmed a dead body, and yeah. YouTube was like. Ooh, not yeah. sure about the optics on this one. I think they eventually did still make it. They just postponed it for like a year God, or so. God, if you do a live stream of the thinning, that would be fun. <laughs> I think we'd have to get YouTube Red to to watch that. I'm I sure you YouTube can Red acquire it somewhere. I think it does. I heard something really? else was coming out on YouTube Red recently. I oh, I think you, you can. Any money you actually have like a free trial month or something on YouTube Red. Okay, so. we could do that. Um, but yeah, mad, mad to me. Also, calling something the thinning, like when there is already the thinning by Stephen King, which is not very <laughs> a good story, but that's what I think of first. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
I, I just and remember it also that makes the... more sense as a title in, in the Stephen King yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound like a Stephen King title. Like it's just a few letters removed from The Shining, so not very yeah. creative of him, but still. No, <laughs> he's like, what if a guy got really thin, and that's the yeah. story. <laughs> You heard of The Stand, <laughs> but are you ready for my next book, The Band? The Sit. The Sit. <laughs> but The Thinning mm. was also the first time I I have heard of Logan Paul. And I, I remember yeah. having such a visceral reaction because like some movie news site reported on that trailer or like shared it on, on Twitter or whatever and I clicked on it. And the first... Three seconds of the video video was like Logan Paul flipping his head uh, and then saying hair flip and then starting to talk and I was like yeah what the I fuck I hate this ever guy seen one of his daily vlogs I would imagine not but I don't know how to I, I could not keep up that level of energy for ten seconds let alone <laughs> like a 10 mm-hmm. 20 minute vlog like it is frightening how it's how loud he is all the time yeah, yeah. um i think influencers kind of like like there's an eco- economy that drives them to uh self-promote and to do the whole mm-hmm. parasocial thing yeah yeah I, I, I think it i think it drives them insane really yeah <laughs> I think yeah. what we need to do, because this this sounds like, dear listener, if you think we just went on a huge tangent on the thinning and influences, you're wrong. <laughs> because, yeah. because I think what we what we need to do, just put, put this pin down somewhere, is we need to meet an influencer character at one point who is like oh, a shit. very clear like parody <laughs> of like a Logan Paul or, or Shane Dawson type. And <laughs> the character just turns up in blackface. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and kaylee is like gonna lose her lose her mind for a second for a bit and everyone is gonna be like oh no this guy clearly seems like a sociopath uh but uh, this sounds but like someone like, you so could make a, um, idol and then, a, a and then, youtube documentary about where it claims that he's a psychopath yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah i cannot believe that I I think about that sometimes and I think about that like blonde um psychotherapist woman who went on to like diagnose Jake Paul and I just think you shouldn't be qualified for anything what no. the fuck I think she's well, also an influencer She is but she does like yeah. psychology videos and I think she is like registered as a therapist Yeah but apparently apparently her expertise is like depression and anxiety I, yeah, I mean, I don't think any anybody who claims to know anything about psychotherapy or psychology should go on a eight part docu web series about how this influencer is a sociopath. Actually, but he's not. Uh, like the, her the conclusion is... of that video was that he spent a, b- a bit of time with Jake Paul and he realized he's not a sociopath. He's just like an, he's just a nice guy. He's misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood quite, because he's rich, quite a good big because he had a breakup that. yeah it it like all it does is humanizes him that's all the shane dawson things do he was there like yeah. oh i'm going to talk to jeffrey star and make people like him again and then he made a ton of money off it so it's, yeah it's honestly that's fascinating fine. i'm i'm very fascinated by uh shane dawson um who just i'm, I'm just thankful for shane dawson for penning one of the all-time best tweets 
I did not fuck my cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, thing, the thing is, I thought that tweet was a joke. And then I watched yeah, same. an hour and a half long D'Angelo Wallace video about Shane Dawson unpacking everything. And I think mm-hmm. he actually maybe did fuck his cat. <laughs> he did definitely put his penis near his cat. Yeah. yeah, it depends how you classify fucking, but I think he did have sexual contact with a cat. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's good. So I, I know a lot about Shane Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> More than I'd like. I think it needs to be like, uh, if we if we put in an influence, it needs to be like a side plot, like something if we need like filler. Uh, between, <laughs> what, you like, don't want locations. the influence a bit to be the main plot? <laughs> <laughs> it can be the main plot I just think it would be funny to have like a side plot that doesn't have anything to do maybe, with the rest of the novel maybe they meet <laughs> maybe they meet Emily in Paris oh maybe maybe they do she's the influencer because yeah, yeah I mean in, in the show she's can, she canonically is an influencer yeah so so it could be could be done yeah. Imagine a society where when you leave school and you become if you become a YouTuber the, the government kills you. <laughs> we'd all be I, it'd we'd be all pretty be good. So <laughs> I think it'd be great. Uh does it count if you uh if you become a Twitch streamer and stream like the rankings of uh of like some uh, collectible toys and then put that <laughs> on YouTube? That's not YouTube. No, that's not okay. Yeah. So, so it's fine. You don't get put to death. What if they're universally beloved? <laughs> Up against the wall. Okay. <laughs> but I do, I do like that. This is the type of TikToks that you got into. Uh, because I just think it's funny. No, because There's... I have some, I have some friends who like really get into like genuinely, you know, well-made kind of cringe. Um, comedy tiktoks uh but i think it's much more fascinating the the side of tiktok that is just like supremely weird (laughs) i just watch these like really weird videos uh where they're all doing plots or they're pretending to be one of the deadly sins or (laughs) they okay so this one i just saw is on your 16th birthday you get to choose between ten thousand dollars or a pair of glasses Um, I'm taking the, the $10,000, I'll be honest. Yeah, but she chooses the she chooses the glasses and it it tells you their secrets. Um so she found out her mum used to be a stripper and she's like thinks this is very funny. Um <laughs> I guess. Ah. And her sister's actually her mum. Ah. The drama. <laughs> and now she's really upset a... and then that's how the video ends. It's normally ends on like a on like a cliffhanger so that they can do like two more videos. And I, I always fall for it. I'm like, I gotta know what happens. <laughs> tell, tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell and me this is happens. good for you to watch these. I don't think so. I, <laughs> I think it's really bad, but I do it at the moment because I'm stressed and I find it weirdly soothing. Interesting. These it's like thinking weird. nothing. It's like your brain being completely empty. I think the funniest ones uh, that I find horrible, and I literally can't watch because they make me so mad, are astrology TikToks. 
and specifically ones where this like really smug woman who always wears red goes, I've never met a Taurus with big breasts. (laughs) 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 The stars controlled my big titties to make them small. Like, is this just like fucking astrology eugenics again? Really, yeah, it does all, it's like, what if, what if we just kept reinventing ways to just put people in like arbitrary boxes? Uh One of the, one of the less good uh, side effects of Donald Trump losing the election is that now he can't ban TikTok, because I was so excited for that. I think it would be sad to like, you know, prevent all these people from having an outlet for their weirdnesses i think i think it's probably very bad for for teens but then i think like everything is bad for teens probably at the moment yeah i don't know uh god tiktok really is like it just i don't know i don't know if that's something anyone should uh participate in <laughs> just it like, is it does like give me something to do on the toilet though i i have to say i'm so glad that when i was uh when i was a teen i didn't have like easy mm. ways to put video content of myself on the internet for everyone to watch yeah Mm. I tried, but I just it never really, never really did it. Um, I was like, maybe I'll become a YouTuber in like 2011. Oh, we all I didn't know how. We all so. thought that. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. I did. Um, I you're not a theater kid, so which I need. To um, yeah. George yeah. is the only normal one out of us, but <laughs> I'm re- I'm really not that normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of abnormal in an enjoyable way. Um, I think tw- I think TikTok is literally like. 2013 tumblr but like yeah. in video form yeah yeah it's the same there's a the thing i don't i can't describe it there is some sort of way of telling stories that's very similar and like well, what the stories are about they're very i don't know it's something that makes, same... makes me disturbed well the whole like the whole your soulmate nate mark appears when you reach the age of 16 started as a viral tumblr post which then became worse and worse as time went on yeah so better, a lot of this arguably <laughs> yeah so a lot of this stuff like mm. started on tumblr um but the thing about tumblr is it made me feel less bad about myself because it wasn't so visual yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but loads of people on tiktok are very attractive so it's it's a sort of yeah Ha-ha. interesting oh no whereas on tumblr i yeah. kind of thought that everybody was the same as me and i think yeah mostly that they were but yeah yeah Whereas everyone on everyone on TikTok has like a lot of makeup on, but like oh, yeah. in a very yeah. effective way, and also they're just very hot. A lot of the popular ones that I end up seeing, and then I'm like, shit. I mean, my sister I like I bad. have a, um, I have a fourteen and a sixteen year old sister, and okay. they sometimes you know, I used to sometimes notice that they're uh, wearing makeup today, even though it's like a Sunday. And then it was because they decided to film a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's wild. What it is, it's, I think what it is that gets me about, it's the, the story, the way they tell the stories is, it's a, it's a particular way of expressing very teenage angst, 
and like, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it, I don't know. There's it's like, what I, if the boy at school is not my soulmate? <laughs> yeah, I mean, these, these that, rather abstracted things as it, well. It like genuinely, people did like the matched series that was all about like, oh, you have a designated soulmate or something. And I think I read the first one and it sucked so much. And mm-hmm. I think that was one of the first books I can remember actively thinking, this isn't very good. Because, <laughs> you know, before that, it was they're like, oh, it's a book, it'll be fine. <laughs> I bought the TikTok leggings. What are the TikTok leggings? They're just purple leggings. It's truly like numbing your brain. I don't know. Oh wow! What Cold it is play about tic- it? That's so Let's awful. Get the play TikTok account. Oh my god, no! I think I go to sleep and I can hear some of the horrible remixes like in my sleep. <laughs> Um, uh, it's genuinely so bad. As soon as my dissertation's over, I'm deleting this app. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay, I found the been... Weezer TikTok account. We've been going for an hour and a half. Um, yeah. Okay. We've been talking I... about mostly stuff that doesn't relate to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to this book. Yeah. Um, Which is also good. It's a bonus. It's fine. Who cares? But also. <laughs> I'm very aware that I'll have to edit it, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so with that, dear listeners... Okay, next week I'm going to write the chapter. We're still recording, aren't we? Yeah. I have no idea besides the funeral stuff uh, what it's going to be. Do we want some specific beats that we need to reach soon out of the main story? I mean, I guess we have to make Tanya and Horace interact a bit more, probably. Um, mm-hmm. I was going for a whole like, well, Haley's not going to tell Uncle Dominic, but I think Luke's going to figure it out on his own anyway, and it's all going to come out. Okay, I can, I can, te- I can build, start building, building up something about Luke trying, starting to put things together. Yeah, man, I wish we had multiple POVs. So I know uh. it would be easier, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but no, we just have to use one person and the man that lives inside her head. God. Yeah. Uh, remember that <laughs> that that viral Twitter thread from like last week about writing tips that said uh having yeah. only one perspective is always bad writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <What the> f- <laughs> I've never met anybody who was like, "Yes, this is the I d- did not understand that take <laughs> at all." F- <laughs> fuck Moby Dick, I guess. Uh, real brain worms I'm trying to think like a famous works of literature that are lit- written in first person uh, from one POV mm-hmm. tons of them can't think of any right now most Loads. of them I feel like I-, I just can't say for sure which ones I feel like before Dickens because Dickens started uh, to uh, put uh, put a, an authorial voice in the mainstream again that uh, was like omniscient and from every POV and was like mm. Mm. like his voice is usually said as the precursor for the I don't know for like filmic uh, switching between perspectives and cutting and that sort mm. of stuff yeah uh, but like before that I think most of most books of literature were written mostly from one perspective yeah, and it's like not 
unusual. Most books are still written from one perspective. It was yeah. such a weird take for her to be like, actually, that's garbage. Only good books are it's from garbage. multiple perspectives. It's um, clearly written story, by someone who who has mostly read fan fiction. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like that. Even like good fan fiction is written just like often in just one, like a norm, yeah. normal. Book. I guess like Wattpad fake or what? Yeah, I think it's because she writes. She talks about cartoons, yeah. so maybe she was talking about like cartoon storytelling. But like I don't know, weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, this the is the whole thing to... of like if you have gay people in your book, nothing bad can ever ever happen. That can't. They be can't conflict. do things wrong. <laughs> yeah, but... they should just be nice. <laughs> What I was I gonna say, like having rising read... action, and they're all cowards. <laughs> <laughs> having read uh, *Shade of Vampire* and now writing this does make me realize that actually uh, having one singular POV is more of a challenge than than a you know than an easy way out, right? Like, yeah, there's very few George R. R. Martins who can actually make having multiple. POV characters, but m- multiple like close POV characters work. But yeah. I think most of the time, someone like you know, if it's done like in Shade of Vampire, that's it's <laughs> no good. Well, yeah, it's just they're like, I wondered what Derek was thinking. Next chapter, Derek's POV. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we can do it. It's a good writing exercise. Our brains exactly. are going to be so big. Yeah. My brain's already massive, but it's just getting bigger every day. Yeah, more wrinkled. Every time I uh, I come up with a new chapter for this book, I have to forget one cherished childhood memory. <laughs> 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 but isn't it worth it? <laughs> it is. It's not like I have many great uh, childhood memories, so. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is going to replace all of them. So that you know, yeah. we love it. <laughs> I, I I just wish it would just replace the trauma instead. You know. Yeah. Well, hopefully by the end it will it will do. And if not, yeah. we mm-hmm. can just keep writing them. That's yeah. It. Eventually, we, it's got to work at some point. You, just like all you are. <laughs> this already is all I am. <laughs> I am becoming heart spell and. Uh... Just Becoming hard spell in my mind. Yeah, just uploading my consciousness on the, on the Patreon feed. I am already mm-hmm. have become podcast at this point. Okay, it's time to stop doing the heart spell. <laughs> okay, it's the heart's time, spelled. It's time to stop <laughs> encanting. Um, it's time now to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. More like okay. heart spell. Ah. Shit, you got him. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Um, and paying. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you Thanks on the, for the money. Episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for the money. Oh. Bye. Big will keep uh, on spinning. Thank you. Big will keep on spinning. <laughs> Nightmares on you. Puta de madre. Johnny, la gente está muy loca. Donde está la Quelle importance qu'il me fasse la Moi, Bonnie, je tremble pour Clyde Barrow. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and 
s'en sortir. La seule solution, c'était mourir. Mais plus d'un les a suivis en enfer. Quand son mort barreau est banni. 